Welcome to Listening Space. Join Cornelia and her guests and learn how to improve your life and relationships. Hello, everybody, and welcome or welcome back to the Listening Space podcast. I am Cornelia, and I'm here to help with life and mindset hacks to help you live and love your life to the fullest. I talk a lot about mindset-related topics here to help others improve their mental and emotional health and showcase that the power of your mind is real. And I'm also a bliss advocate (laughs) and I'm here to remind you that it is indeed possible to enjoy the process, make things easier for yourself and live a more fulfilled life. And if you have a busy, wandering mind and tend to overthink a good bit, then you may like this podcast. It has been a little while since my last episode, but fear not, this podcast has not ended just yet. I wanted to make sure I came back with something beneficial and helpful. And instead of filling my podcast with less meaningful episodes, I decided to wait until I had the right topic for you and that I am in the right mindset as well and I needed to feel excited about it which I am now. (laughs) I'm not sure about you guys but if it doesn't excite me then I can't do it anymore. Like I refuse to push through for the sake of it. I'm not sure if you can relate to this Sometimes we have to push through it, sometimes we want to push through it, and sometimes we do it and don't even know why. And if I use today's topic as an example, let me ask you this. Have you ever (laughs) set up New Year's resolutions and not followed through with them? Or any task or goals and it felt like you had to push through them and don't confuse it with a challenging experience of course certain things will be challenging in life and it can feel like you're pushing through it because it feels challenging but when they have no actual meaning those things or intention behind it or maybe we have the wrong intentions with or without us knowing, then it's more likely that it feels like a push through. It feels not so nice. (laughs) We resist it, we procrastinate and something just feels off sometimes. And if you have been listening to this podcast or know me in any way, then you know self-development, a growth mindset or an open mindset are super important to me and they should be important to you too and we are approaching the end of the year now and soon you will see and hear all about you know new goals and new year's resolutions and accountability stuff and whatnot and yes i know i know new year's resolutions we're all a bit sick of it we see it everywhere hear it everywhere It will happen soon, it's December, and I actually didn't like them myself, I can relate, (laughs) 
but I started to change my approach. And if New Year's resolutions didn't work for you in the past as well, or you find them frustrating or you don't even want to do them anymore, but still like to improve your life or maybe some areas in your life or your own well-being in general, then let me introduce this episode to you today. I will introduce a process to you which I call the reflection process. I have been using this process for the past five years and it really works well. I started to change my approach and tweaked it along the way, which left me with this reflection process. That's how I call it now, reflection process. And it works really well. It's like a more realistic approach to help you get to where you want to be. And if you're not into New Year's resolutions at all, I still invite you to give this a listen. You can use this approach anytime with any goals, really. And if self-development or a growth mindset, you know, an open mindset, if that's important to you too, and maybe you don't want to use New Year's resolutions as such, but you still would like to do something to, you know, work on yourself or whatever it is, then this will definitely be for you today. Instead of coming up with random New Year's resolutions at the end of the year, I want to show you a different approach and I want to show you how to intentionally set up meaningful New Year's resolutions for yourself with intention and meaning. That's really important here, okay? This process is a holistic approach, which means we are not just thinking and coming up with um, random New Year's resolutions, but we also take some inventory first and evaluate and see what makes sense for next year. Where do I want to focus on or what do I want to focus on and which New Year's resolutions will I actually use for next year to help me stay on track. At the moment of this recording, it is the beginning of December 2022. And I love starting the reflection process around this time of the year. (laughs) And I take it very easy. I start thinking about it and start putting down some notes. And with this process, I take the time to reflect and see what I would like to bring forward into the next year. I want to see what went well in the past year and what I have learned from it so far. So what I will share with you today is the whole process of how you can do the exact same and how to set up your own meaningful New Year's resolutions with that particular process. And with that being said, let me introduce you to this reflection process, which includes five steps. Step one of this process is all about preparation It's actually the easiest step, so don't worry. I want you to take some time for yourself and get a notepad or your journal, a pen, or use a computer or any device to put down some notes. And make this a pleasant experience for yourself. Get a cup of tea or coffee ready, put on your favorite music, or maybe you want to do this in a different setting altogether and go to a coffee shop 
or whatever suits you best. Many people also like to talk this out loud and process it through talking. If that is the case for you, feel free to meet with someone who you trust, ask them if they're up for it and maybe they want to do this reflection process together with you. Another option is to record some voice messages or memos or record yourself talking. And if you prefer to talk to another person and not to yourself, um, or you don't want to share it maybe with someone else and your partner or friends or family, they're not up for it, then consider a life and mindset coach (laughs) and maybe a professional who can help you with that. You can't see me right now, but I'm winking. (laughs) Wink, wink. (laughs) Okay. Let's move on to step two now, okay? This step of the process is dedicated to reflecting. We now look a little bit into your past to reflect on your recent events, any learnings and what has been going on for you. Taking a moment to just glance over, you know, your past events can be beneficial and this will tie in with the New Year's resolutions later on in this process. I suggest to not going further past than 12 months when you start reflecting on past events. Let's start with the past 6 to 12 months, the past year basically when reflecting or the current year if you do this in December as well. You may not remember every single detail straight away, which is okay by the way. But within this step, I want you to take away some golden nuggets for yourself, the good and the not so good ones. And it's not necessary to analyze or overthink any past events here. Just take note of them and your realizations and observations that come with it. To help you remember what has been going on, I recommend having a look through your calendar or diary if you keep one. It's enough if you just scan through them to you know help you remember what has been going on in the past 6 to 12 months or if you are a visual sort of person like myself I sometimes just go through my camera roll on the phone that helps me to remember what I did and that can be quite useful as well maybe it helps you to remind you of you know some events classes you took or workshops or whatever it was basically for you and if you look at your calendar and you blocked out some time for activities over the past year you can see and remember now what you spent your time on as well it's a nice little way to jumpstart the memories and if you keep a journal this will also be an excellent time now to read through it quite briefly I actually love doing that I often write down any big realizations I have and whenever they happen and it's nice to revisit them and remember what I've learned throughout the year. I also have some questions here for you to help you jumpstart the reflection process if you still find it hard to remember stuff. The questions can be super useful in general. So make sure to write them down and make notes of them and use them later on when you go through the reflection process. Okay, here we go. What stood out for you in the past 6 to 12 months? What 
went really well for you this year. Give yourself a good bit of time here. If you can't think of anything straight away, give it some time and see what comes up. For example, did you learn anything new last year, like a skill? Or is there something that went well at work or maybe a new job or a promotion? Or was there an exciting adventure somewhere or a trip or a new love in your life or a friendship or any new hobby that you took up and really enjoyed? Write down whatever comes to your mind and your observations around it. And when you reflect over something positive and something that went really well, give yourself some credit for it. If you find this hard, then I want to give you permission now to give yourself a little pat on the shoulder and allow yourself to give yourself some credit. You don't need my permission, but if you find that hard, here is my permission for you to do that and give yourself some credit. The next question will be the opposite and don't be afraid to be honest here. It maybe feels uncomfortable, but if you stay as truthful as possible with yourself, it will really help you. Okay, here we go. About the past 12 months, what didn't go so well for you? What do you consider a failure or you failed at? And yes, I hope your first thought was, But Cornelia, there is no such thing as a failure. It's all a learning lesson. <laughs> I really hope that was your thought. <laughs> But jokes aside, give yourself some time again to reflect here as well. What didn't go so well in hindsight? And feel free to also write down what could have been better. What would you like to do differently if the same comes up again next time? What was your learning lesson here? Write down as much as you can. And this is for you to learn and take away some nuggets and insights. Play with it. Ask yourself more questions. Maybe some whys. Why did this actually go so well or why didn't it go so well? What am I proud of? What could I have done a bit better? When negative thoughts come up, the number one rule is do not bash yourself. <laughs> Don't put yourself down for what you haven't done or could have done better. I mean it. Do not bash yourself here. We are doing this exercise with as much self-compassion as possible. And it is a learning opportunity, not an I put myself down opportunity. <laughs> you did the very best in the situation that you could. And if you learned that you could have done something better, okay, you learned it now, you know it now carry this knowledge forward with you but don't be harsh on yourself nobody is perfect don't overthink it and when you're finished with your reflections from the past six to 12 months summarize them in a few bullet points or sentences and you are now ready then to move on to the next step step three comes into place and before you create your new year's resolutions for next year I want you to briefly reflect on your present life and different areas of your life right now. I want you to think about each of those areas in your life and put down some notes. And how do you feel about each of the areas as well, right? So I'm gonna call them out in a minute. 
Is there an area that you think might need a bit more attention? It's unnecessary to go super in depth here, but I will leave it up to you how much you want to explore and how much you want to put down when it comes to the different areas of your life. I'm going to call out the different areas of your life now, so make sure to write them down for later or come back to this episode and remember when I call them out. You can put down some notes and comments for each area and you can also give it some rating if it helps to see how happy you are with each area from let's say 1 to 5 or 1 to 10. And feel free to write down just any observations really or anything that you notice here, right? Okay, so the areas are family and relationships, health, career, work or business, friendships and community, finances, fun and bliss, learning and development. If there are more areas that come to mind for you, feel free to add them and evaluate them within this process as well. That's no problem. In case you get stuck here, feel free to have, you know, conversations with friends or your partner or family members. And I also have an example here for you to help with this particular step. Let's start with the area of health. Let's use that as an example. How healthy do you feel right now? right? Are you feeling physically strong, fit or healthy or anything else? And how is your mental health doing, right? That, that can be under health too. Now, how do you feel about your health in your life right now in general? Ask yourself a few questions here when you look at each area and write down the bullet points that come up for you and bonus points if you highlight the area or observations that need the most attention. Which area would you like to actually improve on, right? What do you notice here? After you put down all your observations, we then move into the next step, step four. And when it comes to step four, I want you to review your notes now. What are your conclusions when you consider the past few months and how you feel about your life right now. What jumps out to you the most? And when you look at your notes now, do you see a common theme here? Consider the reflections from step number two and the past few months and also all your observations from how you feel about your life right now and what's going on right now. And to use the area of health as an example again, Let's say you realize you haven't been exercising or let's say running as much as you wanted to. Let's say you like running as an example here and you realize that you enjoy running because it makes you feel calm or it helps with anxiety or it keeps you fit, but you wish you could do more of it or do it more consistently because you noticed you haven't done it as much over the past year or so as you would like to. And this is the time now to think about your New Year's resolutions for next year. What could this look like for you next year? Would you like to keep running as an exercise? And if so, why? And how often? And most importantly, 
how would it make you feel if you focused on it for the new year? That's important, right? How would it make you feel? Put together a simple enough plan for yourself. Keep it realistic. And I want you to feel excited about it as well. And for you to actually start to feel excited now, it's important to set intentions here. So again, why do you actually want to run more? What's your why? How could running be enjoyable and fun? And how many times a week can you take the time for a run? And how long can it take? What would be realistic? And for how long do you want to focus on running and why? <laughs> Is it just for a few weeks or maybe for the whole year? Do you want to make this a consistent habit? <laughs> Play around with the approach here and make sure you know your why and the intention behind it. And this will be the time now when I want you to be as intentional as possible. Make it meaningful. This can take a few days to figure out, so don't worry if you don't get it down straight away. And the best part of it all is that allow yourself to tweak it whenever you can or whatever you come up with in between. You can also tweak it along the way next year whilst you're on it, okay? It's not a set-in-stone approach. You can set it in stone, of course, if you prefer it that way, but give yourself permission again to revisit this and change the approach or your new year's resolutions or your intentions if it's necessary. To work with your mindset here is really helpful and it helps to avoid frustrations and especially when it starts feeling challenging as well next year. If you can anticipate already that it will be challenging for you, think a step ahead and ask yourself, Okay, how can I make sure I stay committed even when I won't feel like it or when it is super challenging for me next year? What can I do to help myself here? And put those ideas down too. Write them down. You can revisit them when you hit the challenge next year and hopefully remember what you put down to support yourself, okay? And now we are finally at our final and last step which is step number five. What will you do with all that information and the New Year's resolutions that you came up with? How can you make sure you stay committed and excited about it? Step five is about implementing all of the knowledge you have right now. Would it help you to write down some notes or hang them up as reminders somewhere or maybe put down some reminders in the calendar? And what sort of reminders work for you anyway? Do you need some time blocked off in your calendar to have like a visual that you can see or what actually works for you? I have a fun hack for you here to help with this as well. If it sounds too complicated, you can leave out this little hack. I found it quite fun to play around with. Imagine your next year version of yourself, your December 2023 version, basically. What would your December 2023 version tell your January 2023 version or your now version? What does the December version think about 
what you wrote down. And what would it say? Would the December version tell you, hey, this worked or maybe that didn't work so well? Like, what do you think would your future self tell yourself or your now self, basically? If you if you're thinking, okay, I don't know. How should I know what's happening in the future? That's fine. Give yourself some time if you want. Play around with it. And if you find this hard, then maybe do the same with the current year. So remember what your January 2022 version maybe anticipated for this year, right? And what would your now self, your December 2022 self, tell your past self back in January? What would you tell yourself that you have learned over the past 6 to 12 months, right? What would you tell your past self basically to do differently or better? So you can just play around with this little hack. For some people it works really well, especially throughout meditation. And if not, that's totally fine. But in the end, it is you who knows you the best. And with some little tricks and hacks here and there we can play around and get the best out of ourselves too. My personal approach is as well to write down the things that are most important for me for next year and I do it in just a couple of words. So I go through the reflection process as well through all the steps and then I put down just a few words instead of an actual new year's resolution so i never go into the nitty-gritty basically as an example one of the areas i wanted to focus on in the past 12 months was the areas of friendships and communities for me so for me it was more important to just give that area of my life a bit of a focus instead of working on particular new year's resolutions and I knew exactly how I wanted to feel like at the end of the year, like how I feel now, basically. And with the reflection process, it just helped me to kind of become more clear about why is it important to me and how I would like to feel about it and how I could focus on it and what could I do to make this happen. And every few weeks, I would look at my journal where I jotted down those words like friendships and communities. And that helped me then to reflect real quick in the moment and think about, you know, do I spend enough focus on in this area? And how do I feel about my friendships and communities at the moment? And am I having the experiences that I wish to have? And that can bring me then back on track. Or if I was on track already, it would help me to acknowledge, okay, you're doing the things that work or, you know, the other way around. Maybe I should do something else or try something else. Sometimes a journal and reflect in between as well to help myself with more clarity. This is a great practice and will become easier and easier with time, which is really great for your self-awareness levels. And it helps with making more conscious decisions and you just become more aware and more conscious of things. And often you might not even have to journal anymore because you're so used to it and you can think about certain things real quick because you're so used to journaling and reflecting. It's really down to practice, but in general, I would highly recommend to add journaling to your practice. It just helps to stay on track throughout the year and it will, you know, help with New Year's resolutions and tweaking them along the way as well if necessary. 
Another tip is this, right? I really make a point of how I feel about my New Year's resolutions because when I associate a feeling with my desires or goals or dreams, whatever I want to focus on, basically my New Year's resolutions, it's more likely that I find the motivation within myself and it is more likely that I take action towards whatever I want to improve on. So find that feeling for yourself too. Make sure it's also somewhat exciting to you. And this brings us pretty much to the end of this reflection process now. Allow yourself the flexibility to tweak things as you go next year, right? It's no problem if you have to adjust stuff here and there a little bit. And make notes throughout next year when you notice what went well and what didn't go so well, right? Remember the journaling. That's really helpful. And most importantly, (laughs) have fun with this process. Have fun when you start reflecting and looking at the areas of your life. And if you feel like, okay, this is not looking so good here. I'm really not doing so well. That's okay. Acknowledge it. Don't put yourself down. Remember, don't bash yourself for whatever it is and keep using the knowledge and the reflections and the observations that you're making use them for next year use them for when you put down your new year's resolutions and make sure you have a feeling associated with it the most important part is that there is meaning for you behind it that you set them with intention and that you also enjoy the process The goals that you have on your mind or the areas you might want to improve on in your life. Start with baby steps, okay? Start with baby steps. The main thing is it works for you and it's an enjoyable process overall. And to make that happen, we have to figure out how does it work for you. And when you're not sure about it, start with baby steps. I'm really passionate about it because it's actually very doable and it can be just so helpful and useful for whatever it is that you want to set your mind towards to. So I'm running a mini workshop for the next two months for this reflection process. It's like a one-to-one mini workshop. In case you want to do this with someone together more in depth, then I would be more than happy to guide you and support you through this and help you set up meaningful New Year's resolutions for next year. So we go through everything together and go a bit in depth as well. And I obviously will, you know, make sure you set (laughs) meaningful um, New Year's resolutions for yourself and figure them out. And we have a look at everything that has been going on for you and in the one-to-one setting it will be quite nice and safe as well it's a safe space it's all confidential so that is my offer that i have now at the moment and the mini workshop contains a 90 minutes long coaching session so it's longer than an hour well obviously it's 90 minutes but normally they're only an hour long but for this mini workshop we use 90 minutes together and You will also get a how-to guide with an integrated workbook that will help you keep going afterwards. And on top of it, you will also get a two-month accountability subscription for free, which means for the following two months, 
I will be here to help you stay accountable with some check-ins. The link for this mini workshop is in the episode notes if you wanted to check it out and book in with me. Before I close off this episode now, I just wanted to express my gratitude to everyone who reached out to me in the last episode and right now. (laughs) And everybody who kept asking about this podcast. Thank you. A big thank you to you guys. Because that is really nice to see that people do enjoy the podcast. As you can maybe imagine now, this is kind of like a one-way sort of situation for me right now. And getting your feedback is super helpful. And big thank you. Just a big thank you for listening to the podcast in the first place. And I really hope this episode helps or the podcast helps in any way. And as always, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until the next time, my friends, and stay curious and open-minded. And I will talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening today. Make sure to check out listeningspaceonline.com and our social media to find more information about Cornelia and her guests. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast if you enjoyed it. Until next time.